Look at this tall building. This is a building that is under construction in Izmir. Look at how it wobbles. That's at least a 30, 40 story tall um, building. Look, 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 look. This, this, this guy is yeah. taking a sample from. Okay. Look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. look at that. He, he just took out a sample from one the of the supposedly itself. supporting columns. Yeah, no, of, no, no. Of the property. No iron. And they're whatsoever. saying that there's no iron there. No Can iron. Can you imagine that? That's a supporting wall, a supporting column, and there's no iron in it. This is the apartment this, he bought. This is the apartment, this is the that apartment he your for friend $30, bought. For $20,000, $30,000. Hey guys, welcome back to yet another episode of Straight Talk. Today we have a very, very um, serious topic, Cameron. Topical topic. Very topical, yes. Very topical. And the reason why it's topical is obviously because of the recent earthquake that happened in Izmir, which has got a very wide coverage in the mainstream media. Sure. And therefore, we asked in our latest episode, which episode, which topic you guys want us to cover, so you said earthquake, uh, now we're here and we're doing that. But the thing is, I, I have to say that we're not experts, yeah? I brought a lot of visual material with me here. We have a screen right over there, which Mr. Cameron and I, we're gonna look at it together. And he will be my co-commentator. I will be uh, doing the speaking today, widely. And then I'll be asking a few questions after this presentation that I have here, okay? Perfect. Now, um, I have to say this upfront. The earthquake in Izmir. I am deeply saddened of what happened to see uh, the people of my city that way. Because when we're talking about Izmir, we're talking about over a hundred people who lost their lives. Is, and it, is it as many as that? One hundred and fifteen right now, as of November the eighth, as you know, the day that we're. So one hundred and fifteen people actually 100, lost their lives in the Izmir earthquake. Yes, which actually, relatively speaking, was not an extremely high magnitude earthquake, was it? True, true. But, you know, if, if, if I don't say this up front, I know what's going to happen in the comments. People will be like, oh, people have lost their lives. You guys are saying this. No, we get it. We're deeply saddened. OK, um, let's say this up front. But we have to give you the true picture. People, people, people ask about earthquakes. I mean yes. So let's talk briefly about Izmir and what happened in the earthquake over there. And then we're going to move to Istanbul. Okay. Right now, okay. so the magnitude of the earthquake was 6.6. So I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna try to give you the true picture. Now, this image, you, this is, this one was the one that has been widely serviced to the international media. This is where uh, the earthquake happened. That's the epicenter. Isn't yeah, it? This just is, this outside is, Izmir. True. This is this is the epicenter of earthquake. It's it's rather in Greece. A lot of people have been you know a lot of people are <coughs> familiar with this footage right here this one big giant building collapsing rum rubbles i mean it, yeah it, it actually turned into ashes almost yeah it's so bad so it's bad like man. The, the the people who lost their lives yes all happened in those eight buildings right yeah true now let's take a look at this footage cameron this is this is izmir city center let's stop right here you're seeing these tall buildings right yes this place is called ba ba Bayraklı, and Bayraklı is where the new center of Izmir is. It's just where the high buildings are. So none of those high rises, none of those high buildings, although um, say it's an earthquake, you would naturally expect, oh my God, these high buildings, what are going to happen to them? 
that is that is not the case nothing happens uh to these big buildings the ashes look the the the, the dust actually rises from um, the most common type of residential apartments that you would see in Turkey. The like, shabby ones, yeah, really? Yeah, the ones, the ones, the ones that are um, all around Istanbul as well. Now you're 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 familiar with this building, okay? This one building that we're talking about. Its name is Rizabe Apartment. Rizabe Apartment. Okay? okay. That is the building that collapsed, and you know, um, that's where a lot of people died. Now, according to a report that was conducted back in Tuan. 2012 okay this building was built back in 1993 okay the building was built back in 1993 so it is before 1999 okay that's an that's an important measure and it was built according to the earthquake regulations of 1975 okay now in 1975 there is now i mean this is this is terrible but 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 it's an old building and that generally what happens uh, with the old buildings. I'm going to link um, all of these reports uh, down below and all of these videos as well. So you can also watch it yourself. Basically, let's, you know, let's hit the nail on the head. It seems to me that the problem in Izmir of those eight buildings that collapsed mm -hmm. was that none of those eight buildings were earthquake compliant. No. To say the least. And, and to I think least, yeah. to go a little bit further, we can say that those eight buildings were extremely poorly built. Of course. Because this is what you were trying to demonstrate. Of course, there. yes. Look at this tall building. This is a building that is under construction in Izmir. Look at how it wobbles. That's at least a 30, 40 story tall um, building. True. Look at how it wobbles. This is actually a good thing. It wobbles, I mean, it, it leans about five, six degrees, doesn't it? True. It kind of, but maybe even more than that, almost close to, I don't know, seven, eight degrees. Yeah. It's it's wobbling quite quite a bit. Uh, but that wobbling is actually what um, protects the building. True, <coughs> true. You, you need to have, it. and that's, that's why we have always been saying, guys, look at new built, new buildings. True. You know, because because this is no joke. If it happens, it happens, and it's it's your your life or your tenant's life at risk. I mean, least of all, it's just your investment that is at risk, right? Well, lives are at risk. I mean, true. Okay, let's take a look at this. Um, this this is this is actually a hospital from Elazığ, in Elazığ. Okay. And you know Elazığ, right? In the past, um, when was that? A couple of years ago. Oh, there was a massive earthquake. There was a massive yeah. earthquake and a lot of buildings got collapsed. Uh, Look at the newer technology that is being used. That yellow structure, the yellow thing, when, when, when the building wobbles, it keeps it level in place. I see. I think this is what they use in Japan, isn't it? Uh, and True. I think in Japan, they're kind of at the top end of this technology yeah that's what gives you that wobbly yeah it kind of yeah. moves now i want to i want to say this istanbul yes istanbul is at risk there is an earthquake risk here in istanbul but you have to understand the risk okay how big is it um which buildings are at risk would 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 my investment or would my home would my life be at risk this is what you need to look at okay now just for comparison this is a there's actually a beautiful report from business insider okay now 
These these are the earthquakes of the last hundred years. Okay, okay, the major earthquakes around the world, and these are basically the uh, what would you call it? The tectonic plates. Uh, well, it says major mag magnitude eight and greater earthquakes. So the, the, true. This looks at earthquakes that are over eight and over. Basically. True. Yeah, and 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 you can see where these earthquakes are taking Either place. Either side of the Pacific. That's yes. what I see. Now let's name let's name some of these countries that are at major risk, and then let's compare it with the risk that is here in Turkey, right? Okay. Now, Japan, uh, Philippines, Indonesia, Malaysia, Thailand, uh, India, the, the the Himalayan countries, um, you know, uh, New Zealand. Um, you come further to the west, you're looking at Iran. From what I see risk. there, Alatin, yeah, there doesn't seem to be a major fault line that actually crosses Turkey. There's one that crosses the, the Mediterranean underneath Turkey. Yeah, this one, right? Yeah, yeah it one. kind of crosses. It, it it goes halfway through the Mediterranean, starts yes. in the eastern Mediterranean, goes toward Italy, Spain, etc. Italy is located entirely on a fault line. Italy is on a fault line itself. There's there's a there's a major fault line that literally crosses Italy from kind of south yes. to north. Uh, but there doesn't seem to be a major fault line according to this. Yeah. That crosses the mainland of Turkey. Well, actually there is a continuation of this fault line which okay. I'm going to show um, on a very beautifully put so BBC report. Does that mean that it's a secondary fault line? It's not a primary fault line. I don't know. I'm not. I'm well, not... it's because it's not shown there. Yes, true. It's this not is meant to be a map of primary fault lines in the world. Yes. The main fault lines, like the continental fault lines. You've got the yes. Australian continent true. and India fault line. These fault lines, none of them seem to cross Turkey. True. But then there must be some secondary fault lines crossing Turkey. 100%. It's not as big. It's yeah. not as big. The bigger ones are generally in countries like Italy, Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco, around the Mediterranean, of Spain, yeah. most of the western part of South America, Mexico, and also western part of the United States, places True. like California. California. Yeah, yeah well, California well, and Los Angeles are very yeah. uh, prime um, earthquake locations. So Istanbul is not at that level when it comes to um the the the, the earth itself okay yes. the problem with istanbul is a more societal problem than the um the structural Geo problem. not geopolitical. geological geological yeah yeah okay now now we're, we're getting there okay so we established istanbul's or turkey's position it's not the highest it's not a japan it's not los angeles it's not california but it's not entire. It's not UK, for example. It's okay? not. It's, it's not earthquake risk free. True. Yeah. True. It's 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 somewhere in the middle. And the and the reason why it is risky is North Anatolian fault line. That's so it. now that you you remember the one that is coming th from Iran, that 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 one from the Himalayas true. from Iran. Okay, that extends into Anatolia and becomes what is known as the North Anatolian fault line. Okay? It kind of crosses the northern part of Turkey, doesn't it? True. Hence North Anatolian True. fault line. Now, these are the historic earthquakes over the, the magnitude of 7 and plus. Okay? 7 now, and plus. True. Yes. And this one, 7.4, that happened in 1999 in Göljük. This one was actually the... Uh, 
the most recent one, the most devastating one. And right after this earthquake, a lot of um, regulations have been changed. Well, 1999 in Turkey. earthquake was a massive eye opener for hmm. Turkey because um, it um, cost a, a lot, lot of, of lives. lives. True, it did. Yes, but it and taught us a lot. Uh, well, of course, it taught us a lot because the the sad thing was that most of the loss of life was attributable to very, very poor building conditions. True, 100%. This guy's a geologist, a member of uh, the American Geological Society. He says that recalculated probability of seven and plus earthquakes beneath the Sea of Marmara, and that there's basically a study. So this earthquake that um, that is being expected are is actually going to be above seven. But again, we're speaking um, figuratively here we, we don't have the sound information whether or not this is going to be that big this big well we don't even know when it's going to be but i mean i remember that in 1999 when we had the massive earthquake yes um they were saying well the experts were saying that within the next 30 years mm -hmm. there will be another one okay now this this part is important like we're talking about istanbul Istanbul's a massive city not every single um, neighborhood of Istanbul is the same. These are neighborhoods, Cameron, that are at the biggest risk. Places like Esenyurt, Küçükçekmece, Bağcılar, also some part of, you know, Beylikdüzü and Avcılar, Bahçeşehir and, and all those areas. Good. And Avcılar as well. Yeah. Silivri also. So basically, yeah. basically, if you look at the West European part of Istanbul mm -hmm. and we go down, we, we drop down from Bajala to the Sea of Marmara along the West European side of Istanbul, all that straight along the Sea of Marmara towards Silivri and beyond. Yes. And the districts that come above, like mm -hmm. Esenyurt, mm -hmm. possibly Beylikdüzü or parts yes. of Beylikdüzü, definitely Küçükçekmece, Bajalar and Avcılar. Yes. These are, and Silivri, these are the main districts that, that, that are along uh -huh. that particular stretch of the Sea of Marmara and they are most risk now why are these places at districts at most risk okay is two, it two geographical risks. or is it something else okay th 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 there are basically two risks okay, okay. The, the risk r risk factor number one is definitely the geographical the, the the composition of the ground itself because in those areas the ground is not solid like Shishli and Bayol and Besiktas and these areas you know Istanbul is built on hills and hills of and this is actually one of the concerns of uh, some of our clients they're saying oh your city is beautiful but it's all uphill well you know what Thanks for those uphills, we might stay alive. I mean, those uphills might really save because us. Because it actually so, provides for a strong, true. rocky um, ground. 100%. But the reason why these places are at risk, number one, is because of the ground composition. Number two is because of the poorly built apartments. In one particular period, which yeah. is around sort of late 80s, well, mid 80s, all the way up to year 2000 yes you're looking at a 15 year or so time period mm -hmm. where some very very shabby mm -hmm. buildings were built in istanbul the reason i kind of specified a particular era is because if you look at esenyurt yes beylikdüzü to a great extent küçükçekmece certainly those areas they developed in that era 
Like yes. if you if you went to a senior or Beilik Museum. Okay, right here, right? Okay, now, okay. You, you, see, you, see, you see that neighborhood? Yeah. You know? And places like that. These, these apartments are, are not all of them, but generally these apartments are old. And look at them. Look at, look at, look at, look at them. Hold on. Just stop it there. Can you stop it there? Yes, yes. I mean, just look at those buildings. I mean, I would, would say to you that hardly any proper iron, or well, let alone steel, but hardly any proper iron has been used in the construction of those buildings. The majority of the buildings in these areas, they're at risk. True. And I think this is what the what the statistics are also telling us. If you looked at the statistics a while ago. Okay, check this news report now. Okay. <laughs> it says kolonlarda demir bile yok. You know what does this mean? It means that no iron in the columns. Look, the look, look, look. This, this, this columns, guy is yeah. taking a sample from... Okay. Look at this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look at that. He, he just took out a sample from one of the, the supposedly itself. supporting columns. Yeah. No, of, no, no. Of the property. No iron And they're whatsoever. saying that there's no iron there. No Can iron. Can you imagine that? That's a supporting wall, a supporting column, and there's no iron in it. I mean, to me, it's just... This is this is like a joke, man. Oh, okay. That particular building. Okay. Look at this. Just building. just just put a nice paint over it. It could look half decent with a paint over it. Yeah. The, f the fact that there is no paint on it, it kind of looks shabbier than most other buildings that look a little bit better. Yeah. But the reality is, the reality is, I would say to you at least 60-70% of the stock in these areas are very much like, like the buildings you're showing now. Yes. Very much like the buildings. And the thing is, and this is this this is something I I would like to underline. Um look at that. Just very typical, very 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 typical. Um you could go down to Esenyurt Beylikdüzü and you could you could pick a two bedroom apartment in one of these buildings for $25,000. Yeah. And the interesting and unfortunately, well, the unfortunate thing is that we do get clients who just do not want to understand what we tell them about these buildings. True. Then you'd have someone coming back to you saying, hey, my friend just bought a building, a two-bedroom apartment in a senior for $30,000. Yeah. Well, this is the apartment this, he bought. This is the apartment, this is the that apartment he bought your for thousand dollars. For twenty, thirty thousand dollars. I mean, the thing is, guys, don't, 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 don't fall for these things. Okay? It isn't worth it. A two-bedroom apartment, hundred meters squares of an apartment, cannot even be fifteen thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. It can't if, be. If this guy is using all that iron, all that concrete. Okay. If this guy is putting in decent quality into that exactly. apartment, there's no way he's going to sell it for thirty thousand dollars. So if much. if you are buying yeah. an apartment in Istanbul for twenty, thirty, thirty-five thousand dollars, please ask yourself why. Well, more importantly, yeah. how. Well, this is how. This yes. is what they're selling. This is what they're selling. So the the, the question really is: Is it worth? risking the life of your loved ones never mind your investment forget the investment but is it worth risking lives over this look at this man 
I don't think so. But unfortunately, millions and millions of people live in these circumstances in Turkey. Well, that's that's another aspect. That's a social aspect. And and good well, thing that you the, brought hence, this up. Hence, hence, the massive push. Yes. Toward urban regeneration, which is something that we keep exactly going exactly. on and on about. Yes. Particularly directed toward investors, urban regeneration. Yes. This is why we have such massive urban regeneration initiatives in Istanbul. In Istanbul, 350,000 buildings are at risk. Cameron, these are the buildings right across our office. We took some footage hold on, hold today. On. Let, me, let me rationalize this. This is Japan International Corporation Agency. Okay, let me get, get so back to So, how does Japan come into this? Okay, Japan... Or is this a report published by some no, Japanese no, no. What, agency? What, what, what Turkey does is, I mean, mm. since J J Japanese people are the experts when it comes to earthquake and stuff like that, Turkey invites experts I from okay. Japan right. to test out, you know... Okay, they're saying that 350,000 buildings yes are at risk Half of shabby basically 40 percent of istanbul basically buildings that no one should live in really under exactly. normal circumstances so, yes and i would say to you that the average number of units within a building is higher than 10. true so i'd say to you the figure is probably more like five million which means five million homes mm -hmm. are at risk 100%. should there be an earthquake in Istanbul, and it is expected that within, within the next 10 years there will be an earthquake in Istanbul. You, we don't know that. Well, it is expected. It can be like 20, 2050, 2060, we don't know. The last yeah. episode. The last episode, we covered um, demand and supply in Istanbul, and as we were covering that, uh, quite an interesting statistic had come up, mm -hmm. which showed that in the last three to five years, um, the proportion of new build properties mm -hmm. to total number of properties sold in Istanbul is on the increase. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, in 2013, only about 3% of all units sold in Istanbul were newly built. Yes. But in 2019, that 40%. figure had gone up to 40%. And we were estimating that in 2020 and beyond, that number is going to be well over 50%. 100%. So, do you remember in that episode we said yeah. there are some real good reasons behind that, which yes. we're not going to go into in this episode? Yes. Well, I'd say to you that earthquake is the number one reason why people in 100%. Istanbul are going for new build properties I mean, as opposed to old ones. If the locals... Cam, this is, well, this locals, is not rocket yeah, science. People, this is yeah. not rocket science. If new... if the locals are going towards newly built properties. What does this tell you? It tells you that these people are living in the city. They're, 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 they're watching the Turkish news all the time. Yeah. They're, they're seeing all the risk. They're, they're, they're walking on the streets and seeing those shabby and old homes. And, you know, they're terrified. That's why they are moving, you know, towards newly built at an increasing number. Now, let's take a look at this video, okay? Yeah. You know these buildings, right? Before, Oh, my God. Now, you know these buildings, right? We have these buildings in our portfolio, and these are yeah. the buildings that are in the Asian side, Bosphorus view places, okay? Now, look at the groundwork, okay? They dig in, they dig in, they continue. So I don't have the constructural, you know, the, the, the expertise to tell you one by one what is happening, but 
from somebody who's been in the industry for a while now, I can tell you, just look at the amount of concrete and amount of iron that is being used. Look at look at how deep they're how going deep down. the foundations yeah. are. And I'd say to you, this is not going to be a particularly tall building because in this particular part of Istanbul, I think the height restriction is about seven, eight floors. Oh, this no is, this is even going to be, this is going to be three floor building. Oh, is it? It's so this, going to be a three floor building. Despite that, you've got some very deep foundations and you can see a look lot of iron, camera. a lot of hardcore stuff being used. So take, take a look at here. How yeah, deep I, they I can, I can for see, three. I can see the platforms yeah. there, the, the, the way they've done Huge the foundations, platform. very thick. So um, definitely building regulations in the last 10, 15 years have improved yeah. tremendously in Istanbul tremendously and I think one of the major reasons that that the build quality has improved tremendously in the yeah. last 10-15 years is that the regulations are being enforced yes and sample check developments as far as I know at least three times one yes. at the foundation stage one at the carcass stage and one at the end when they're giving ISCAN Right now, it's very hard, man. Yeah. It's very hard to obtain a construction permit. It's very hard. I mean, without being earthquake compliant. Exactly. Yeah. Hard. I'm not saying it's hard because they don't want you to build. What I'm saying is, it is. It is a very detailed process. Yeah. Okay. Now, according to this particular map, the safest areas to be in Shishli. are Shishli, parts of Besiktas, I guess. Beolu. Uh, Beolu, Sarier. Uh, Places like Zekeriyako. Yeah. Kyatane and Eyüp. Kyatane and Eyüp. Parts of Eyüp. Kyatane. Yeah. 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 Even yeah. some ports of Gazi Osman Pasha. Absolutely. Uh, so these are basically the safest grounds in Istanbul as yeah. far as earthquake is concerned. So basically, in theory, buildings built after mm -hmm. the new earthquake uh, regulations mm -hmm. can withstand 9.4% rectoscale, which is a massive yeah massive earthquake i think the, the, Which the, the chance of happening of it well is i think the zero. biggest earthquake ever recorded seven point no the biggest what? earthquake ever recorded are you was talking up, about what, in the country in the, in the world okay in the in world, the world. Ever in recorded the world. Okay. ever if i remember correctly because i had looked it up was a was something close to nine rectus scale dude plates you know, yeah, the plates, shift, the, the, they you know? shift, yeah. In, in so that's nine, the yeah. biggest earthquake. But I think the biggest earthquake ever recorded in Turkey was seven point something. Yeah. Anyway, very long episode. Thank you very much for Cameron in. Comment your questions down below and always with this. If there are number. any other natural disasters you wish us to cover, we're more than happy to do Next so. episode, tsunami. <laughs> tsunami. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we don't have that in Turkey. Any more ideas? Comment it down below. And with this WhatsApp number, you can reach us. And thank you for staying this long and see you in the next episode.